Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. I just want to personally welcome you. I know you've been here and you've been welcome, but I also want to bless you for being here this morning. God doesn't do things by chance. It is not by chance or by coincidence that you are here. God always. Oh, you can play for me. God, God always has a plan 
and God always has a purpose why why we meet in his presence and so my prayer is that this morning God will do amazing in our midst hallelujah let's share a word of prayer father I thank you for this morning I pray oh God that come and take absolute control come and take absolute come and be a blessing come and be a blessing come and be a blessing you are already here but that we may experience that we may experience coming is not that you come to us but that we open up to you we understand you sweet holy spirit work in us touch our hearts touch our minds teach us let the service be a beautiful and a wonderful service let it be a time of praise and worship may your children come closer to you and be receptive more to your word i thank you father i pray for everybody under the sound of my voice i pray that lord give us the grace to understand your word teach us that we may understand in jesus mighty name i pray amen Can you hear me? That's so we've been talking about supernatural growth. Okay. Supernatural growth. And our key scripture is from John 12 and the verse 24. And so let's turn our Bibles to this place. I want to encourage all of you to get Bibles. Amen. Own, own a Bible. It, it is important that you own a Bible. So try and buy a Bible. Hallelujah. And try and carry a Bible to church. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Try hard. It's a practice I want you to learn. After you have learned how to carry a Bible to church, and God blesses you, and you buy your tablet and your other book, that's fine. So before we go into the the, 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 the word of God. Let me introduce some fine gentlemen that I missed this morning. Hallelujah. Yesterday we had a meeting in the house and they were around and I believe that it was a blessing. Yeah. I don't usually ask people how this was or how this was because it is not to me over the years I've come to learn it's not important to me. Because when you think that you have done something, then probably you have done nothing. And when you think that you have done nothing, probably you have done something. All in God's hands. Hallelujah. But the key word is obedience. And once you done, you leave it to Him. So I want to just take my time and introduce these young men. These that have been here, they have worked here, they have served, they are part of the family. And so, it's an example for you that it is not a matter of maba mewe meko. There are a lot of people who do that, but I pray that you will still be connected. Hallelujah! Because when 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 we are going to heaven, it will be good to have some people along with you. Amen. And so I want to introduce them, not in any particular order. But as I see their faces, I will just introduce you. 
Where do I start from? There's one hanging at the back. I'll start from him. This. Mr. McAfee Dowu. He was our former. What are you? Technical organizing the whole show. This morning I was I was thinking, I said that almost everybody has technical background of the people who came. And they made their 200 over there. He, he came, but he's not here. And this, I'm talking about six, seven years ago. And they still come. So you, you left school about three years ago. And he still comes around. God bless you. And then we have, since I'm starting from the back, if I don't miss him, then we have our former overseer, Estes. Estes Wine. A very amazing, amazing gentleman. He always comes around. Whenever he's coming, he brings bread. And whenever coffee is coming, he brings food stuff, plenty of yam. Hallelujah. So sometimes all the food you come and eat is not from you. It's from them. It's true. Amen. And then we have Mr. Mensa, Mr. Julian Mensa. As for him, he's been, he's been hovering around for a while. He comes and he goes. Now he settles down in Accra. And then I'm sure, I'm sure this year will come for his graduation. Because he would have finished his M Phil. Hey! And then we have, I'm sure the same people don't know him much because he, he, he doesn't come around much. But he's with, he's with us in spirit, amen. And he's in touch, amen. So we want to introduce Mr. Emmanuel Asante, hallelujah. He's a big man at STC, so if you get to STC Kumase, if you get your STC Kumasi and you have a problem, just just do for Mr. Asante. Mr. Asante will sort you out. You are saying, yeah, yeah. You see that being in a in a place where you know somebody and you can mention a name, it's a blessing. But you want to walk alone. Huh? So don't go and mention my name there and not come to church. Hallelujah. Because when you go there, he will not know you. All you say is that, oh, this, I'm from Harvest. That, 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 that. Okay. That is all. But he will not know you. But he will extend courtesy to you because of me. Amen. So, it's spoken in there. So, think about it. It will help you in life. Then, we come to the people in front. So, I think that we have our is it immediate past or immediate immediate past? When he's been with us for he's been with us for such a long time, Mr. Ebenezer Pine. Amazing, 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 amazing. Yeah. So they've all gone through technical. Julian Pine. And then we get to Mr. Poku. He said we are, we are waiting for somebody to marry and take over for us. The one who has married and the others they are not following. So if you are not married, he says he has been the freshest for too long. So he wants to pass it on to somebody else. But these are young men. They are blessed. They drove all the way from Accra yesterday to be part of a meeting that we are having. God richly bless you. 
It's a family. So if you want to be a part of, you can be a part. But if you want to say that, sorry, dear. God richly bless you. Now into the word of God. So where are we? John chapter 12 and verse 20. Did I leave it? There's Nathan, but he's outside. When he comes, I will introduce you to him also. So he says that, see the way I'm opening my Bible. So I must learn how to open Bible. Know where Mark is on Luke. You don't know anything. Hmm? All you know is you scroll, you look, you look, John, then you pop as to where John and Luke, how they relate to each other, which one comes before. No, you don't know. So learn to flip, learn to flip, learn to write, learn to, you know, make notes and mark. So he says that, most surely I say to you, unless a grain falls to the ground, the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. It produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternity. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Amen. On, on, on Wednesday, we looked about supernatural growth in its entirety. Not that we exhausted it, but we looked at it in terms of what it is, what this growth is, in terms of and, and how or what we can do to aid this growth in our lives. Now this morning, I just want to ask, just going through, I want us to look at the verse in, and try and understand probably what Jesus meant. It is a difficult thing trying to explain what Jesus meant. It is like you are trying, that is why it's a very dangerous thing to go and teach without anything backing. It is like trying to explain a, 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 a math equation when you don't understand it. You know, trying to explain something that a professor would teach. You know nothing. Like you just read that thing, came to stand, you're also saying something. So imagine that I'm trying to explain what Jesus said. You must be very careful. Because if you don't take care, eh, Jesus will not be angry at the people, he will be angry at you. Because the most anointing in this world is to hear that you said something when you didn't say it. Or for somebody to try and explain something you said when that is not what you meant. Even you, as you are sitting there, you'll be upset and you'll be angry. And you call the person and say, when did I say that? That is not what I meant. Mm-hmm. Many of the things that we hear on radio, people come and defend what they said. Because people go and say, they hear the same thing, but they say something. They understand what he said. He meant this, but that, probably that is not what you meant. So... When you, when you are teaching the word of God, it is not, you know, Jesus, I mean, the Holy Spirit taught me recently that it's, it's not a joke to say that I'm, it's like saying I'm going to explain what God meant. It's the same Jesus. It's like you, you are to explain what God has said. Who are you? Yeah, but we take it for granted that people, everybody wants to come and stand here and teach. Be careful when you are going to teach. Because you are going to explain what God said and explain it to people that God said this and he meant this. Hey, it's, it's, not, it's not an easy standing. That is not the message. Amen. <laughs> the message is that unless grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies. So that is the part we want to look at. We know that when it dies, it does things, it grows, it, it, we all like it. But when we say a grain of fruit to the earth and dies, what is the end? You know, a death. We use it, but what does it mean? It's like saying that do your quiet time. You understand? If you say do your quiet time, you have said it, but what does it mean to do quiet time? Is it reading a devotion? Is it reading a book? Is it reading? It's the same thing. So what does it mean? It's God is saying that unless a grain of fruit falls to the earth and dies, does it mean we are going to, what does it, what, what, what exactly 
and goes into the dark. Because that is what you are supposed to do. So if you just know you are supposed to die and you do not know how to die, how will you die? Huh? It's like, I want to prepare this food for me. You, know you are supposed to prepare food, but you don't know what it, what it means to prepare, what goes into preparing, how will you do it? Have you ever asked yourself what it means to die? I say die, you must die. We hear it all the time. Unless he dies, you must die. Must. What does it mean cry for a Christian to die? I, or you've left. You are here. Yeah. And so, to, to die is in reference Christ and to his gospel. You see, this death is not outside anything. This death has nothing to do with any other system or any other philosophy. Or it, let it be clear in our minds that this dying is something that has to do entirely with Jesus, you know, and the gospel that we preach about him. And so it does not mean anything. It has to do with Jesus and the gospel that we are preaching. He came, he sent his son to come and die for us so that we can be saved and so on and so forth. That is space or that is the medium within which dying occurs. This dying is in reference to that and that alone and nothing else. And so when we turn our Bibles to, I hope you brought your Bibles, or when you flip your phone and you go to Mark chapter 8, 34, it says, when he called the people himself and his disciples also, he said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it for my sake. That is Jesus speaking. It is for him. And so when we come to Christ or we say that we have given our lives to Christ, the natural tendency is that Christ will lead us to die. The natural tendency is that Christ will lead us to die. But because Christ will live and die, our response to that death is that we want to save our lives. You cannot come to Christ without Christ leading you to the cross, to die, to die. But we as human beings, we make a conscious effort not to die. That is why it says, whoever desires to save his life. When you are saving your life, you are making a conscious effort not to die. Do you understand? So, the process of dying is what God wants. But we human beings, we risk death. There is a message I preached long ago, longing to die. Not preached it in a long time. But it was a very catchy People and speed, they made a lot of noise about it. Longing to die, longing to die, longing to die. To long to die. Hey, it's a message. But we resist death. Because when you come and you follow God, God leads you on a path that takes you away from something. I'm building a point. Don't we get to what? It, he takes you away from something. And he leads you to something. What he's taking you away from and where he's leading you to is that process of dying. And that's why he says that when you read this at the Mark 8 and you read the, what do you call it, the John 8, 4, uh, 12, and you read the Luke 9, so also there is um, um, 9, and I think it's also in Matthew 
heaven also. All of them talk about the fact that follow me. When he talks about this dying, trying to fuse out, follow the process of following Jesus will lead you unto your death. The word of God. And the process of resisting Jesus and not following him, you trying to save Jesus is in your mind. It is not where you want to be. And your life will be worse off if you follow Jesus than you are on your own in your own. You want to be independent rather than to follow. You want to be like all African nations. The black man is capable of managing his own affairs. So we will not follow anyone. We will be independent trying to lead to service. Because if you are following, you are not independent. You, the two cannot coexist. You follow and be independent. It's like those of you who work, not you people, those of you here who work, if you are in school. Or even those of you who are in school, when you come to school, you follow a timetable, isn't it? The timetable does not bring pain. It doesn't shout. It's just a piece of paper, or it is in your portal, or whatever you people do nowadays. It's there. If you want to live independent of that timetable, eh, because you feel that I am my own and I'm in the university, and I want to enjoy my life and do all that I have to do, so I will not follow the timetable. To you and to others around you, they may say, Charlie, this guy, they chill. He's enjoying life. He's sleeping when we are doing it. But you are rather what? In yourself, isn't it? It is you are independent of the timetable, but to be a follower of the timetable means that you are not independent, you depend on the timetable when you wake up. In fact, as you are sleeping, the timetable is dictating when you sleep and when you wake up. The timetable is there, but that if when you are even in the weekend resting, the timetable is, is in your mind and you are planning. You do things because you are following the timetable. You iron and you set alarm. The timetable says at seven you must be here. That is not being independent. That is being a follower. You understanding me? And so you cannot be a follower of Christ and be independent. When you follow the timetable, the timetable is leading you somewhere. The timetable is to help you so that you can what? Be a good student and be successful in your study. That is where the timetable which is there is leading you to. Are you understanding me? But then, you see, when you decide that I want to be independent of the timetable and I want to know, go come to lectures when I want to come and I want to do this when I... You are also going on another road. But in your mind, you are enjoying yourself. In your mind, you are living. In your mind, yours will be different. In your mind, your story is all. But it is also, what you are doing is also leading you somewhere. So for the sake of the God, following Jesus is being dependent on him. That leads you to, what actually leads you to life. And not following Jesus, you see, not following to make a conscious effort not to. Because you want to save your life. So when you make that conscious effort, not to it also to you is life but eventually it leads to death i don't understand what i'm saying and so the thing that stands in the way eh? things that stand in the way of following christ the number one enemy okay to not following is self he says that if anyone comes after me let him deny himself 
a self. A self. To follow Christ. The thing that will prevent you following Christ. Number one is not devil itself. Because because you want to be independent. You don't want to follow anybody's timetable. You don't want to be anybody's puppet. You don't want to be anybody's servant. You don't want anybody to tell you what to do and how to live your life. So, that is why Jesus said that you must deny yourself. Say, he who wants to follow must what? deny himself. The I in you is what will take you away from God. old enough. I understand. I can do it. I don't need anybody. And I am wanting. It is called, another name for it is called the pride of life. Because our I or our self or our feeling important comes from the fact that we are independent people. And we are proud to be independent on the inside. And that is the truth. By the time you get to age two, like my little boy, you you can be independent. You know that when they say stop, you can decide to stop or not to stop. You learn it. That you are you are you are independent. That when they say don't go here, you can actually go there. Like, don't touch this. You can actually touch it. Yeah. That's what happened in the garden. God said, don't do this. But they realized that ah, we can actually do it too. Not, not thinking about the concept, but you can actually do it. Look, everything that they say don't do in this school, you can do it. Everything that your mother told you not to do when you were coming to school, you can do it. It's true. Anything that your don't do. You can do it. No one will stop you. I'm telling you. No, it's not that people don't care, but you can actually do it. You can really, really do it. You can actually do it and like know that practically you are doing it. Because that is the thing that we have and we say we don't want to lose it. So you can decide that I will watch a movie instead of reading my books. You can do that. Who will stop you? Even if you call your mother, that mommy, they have this thing, I want to watch movies. Say, hey, there's some question. Come on, say, Mate. Then you, you, don't, you go and watch it. You go and watch it. You can do it. Okay? So, we, 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 we it is something that we grow up with like us being autonomous. That is me. I am this. I am that. I can do this. And so it is difficult for you to follow a Jesus you do not know. To follow a God you cannot see. To follow a God that you have not experienced. Because you, you see it as we have come to church 
and a man or a woman will come and stand and talk. And that's the story. Yeah, he has his own problems. And so when we finish, then we all decide what we want to do with what he has said. We all decide. I mean, I want to do this. I don't like this part. I like this part. I don't like, okay, me. I think I'll, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. Say, so give your life to Christ now. Lift up your hand. Next week. You can do it. Or start doing your quiet. I will do it. I will read my Bible. I will do it. Monday. Tell them, bro, make sure I say Tuesday. Can't you do it? Somebody is laughing. Why can't ask me? I do it all the time. I'm just trying to paint a picture. The picture of self getting in the way of us dying. So if something must die in us, it is self. And self will die by following Jesus. You can't say, I'm going to kill self. I'm going, no. It's, that's why I say, pick up your... You see, you kill self daily. You kill self. It's not like there's a prayer we pray, then you kill self. No. Or there's a prayer we pray, then it leaves you. So there's nothing wrong with you. So why is that? How can me pray? I can't do it. Can, no. It is not. That's why Jesus said that. Pick up your cross and follow me what? Daily. There's no special oil to kill self. There's no special to kill self. There's no laying of hands. That, see, that is why they are prayed for you and nothing has changed. Because you, you want quick solution. Okay, I want to, I want to follow Jesus. Pray for me. Hey, fall, pipe, get up. Say that thing doesn't work. It will not work. Jesus did not say that go and let them cast self out of you. He didn't say it is a devil. Go and let them deliver you. He said that cap your cross and follow me what? Daily. Daily. You have conquered self today. Tomorrow you must battle self again. Because the mere fact that you overcame and said, I will read my Bible today, doesn't mean tomorrow when the sun comes up, you will read it. It doesn't. It doesn't mean today, you, 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 when the person said that thing, and you said that, I will not say anything because of Christ. You know tomorrow you can wake up and get an opportunity to still say the thing that you didn't say the day before. They say not that another incident has happened though. A boy bear five thirty. You see me alcoholic. In fact, yesterday the thing, the mere fact that this today was that me. It is a daily. You see, these are things we must understand. Otherwise, we will fight and we will do things that will hurt us and will give up because you don't understand what this thing is about. It's a daily. It's a daily thing. You have lived long enough to know it's a daily thing because that thing that you've been praying since that God removed you, it has not gone yet. But you have read that every day when you take it one at a time and be able to overcome it one day at a time. One day at a time. When we turn our Bibles to 1 John 2.15, this is a very, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a part of the Bible that we preach on well, it says that do not love the world. Okay? Do not love the world, the things in this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Okay. 
this whole world says don't love it if you love the world the love of the father is not in you and he goes on to say for all that is in the world then it tells us all that is in the world and it uses three phrases to tell us all that is in the world the sum of the world and there are many things in the world but Paul sums a John sums it up the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but of the world the pride of life I, me, this. I have done this. I can do this. I am in charge. I'm in control. Maybe you will not say I am in charge, but I am in control. But anytime you disobey God, you are telling God that I am in charge. Every time you don't do what God asks you to do, is you telling God that I'm in charge. Me. It is me. And all the problems of this world, most of them will be attributed to this one, the pride of life, me. When people hate other people and don't care, it's about them. And when I talk about hate, I'm talking about all kinds of hate. When man has no compassion, for anyone it's about him anything that so the, the whole thing that somebody can go and there's only the water that left is in the bucket and that person knows there are like three people in the house but will take all the water don't look at me like that you've done it before yeah it is you. I've got him. Um, when I bath and I don't have enough water to wash the soap, I'm sticky. I need enough water to. It's not that I, I don't want them to have water. But me, that's the thing about me. That's the thing about if if the water is not it doesn't run down a lot. I feel that the soap is still on me and I can't function the whole day. spoil it so you take this this stew plenty because it's you isn't it it's me yet when somebody also goes and takes the soup plenty you are upset huh shouldn't the person think about us also about you see when you are doing it is for you when the person does the game it's still about you Shouldn't the person have thought about me? That me too, I'm a human being. Right? And look, everything is about us. Anyway, say, do this. Say, no, I'll do this. Do that. There's a reason why I'm doing it. Do this. There's a reason. It's the whole world. And God saying, don't love it. 
one thing you must die to and you die to it by following Jesus Jesus causes that thing to die in you because you cannot follow God and have the pride of life so active in your life you cannot because that is an independent spirit but to be with Christ to be a follower the two cannot exist in the same individual do you understand what I'm saying? It cannot exist in the same individual. And so, you must understand. It is something you must be prepared huh, to deal with daily. So that I'm going to say a prayer for you. And then it will vanish. You are full of yourself. Like somebody put it. He says that we raise up ourselves as gods. When people are called at the respect that we think that we are accorded, then we feel slighted and offended. Every time you have felt offended also, that a person didn't give me the that I need. Person and you are upset with the person. The whole, like, like, so upset, can never be friends. I'm not saying that if someone is doing that, you cannot say it. Or if the person is being disrespectful, you cannot say it. Now, culture, there are things that, that's not what I'm saying. You, it's like, it's like you are so important. But it is all of us. That thing must die. To die by following Christ. By following Jesus. You go on a certain journey, on a certain road, and that thing will be conquered every day. The second thing that is in the world that we must die to, he says, the last of the eyes. And Paul saying that these are the, the whole world, they summed up in this, all the things in the world, both what we see and what we don't see. The eyes, the last of the eyes. The last of the eyes that make us crave the things of the world. Do you know that all form of advert all form of advertisement eh, is channeled towards these three things. All form of people appealing to you to do something is channeled towards all these three things that is in because of time. Let me just sum it to, to operate. For instance, you are you see a car, the car is nice. I like the but you see, it's going to when they even do the car and the car is nice, eh, they will do an advert. And the way they will show the features of the car, those of you like cars, because they know it will appeal to you. Even if they are selling Mercedes Benz that everybody likes, the advert is still made for you to feel that this thing, no, you see the lights, see, it appeals, you see it. Ah, John is saying that, that the, the, the eyes and the, the lies, it is a thing of the world. And we all fall prey to it. Then you would have certain desires. So those desires, they are there from young. So that when you saw the car, the desire is there. The desire to, to look good. That is why we all dress nice. To have something that no one has. That is why when you wear a shirt and somebody wears the same thing, you are annoyed. When you are driving, you see people to have that car. When you are not you don't notice car. So if you see this car, that this is the one I want to buy. Then you say, ah, because you keep wanting to say, ah, you do car for it. It's true. Right now, when I'm there, I don't think because I'm not buying it. But when I say, Oh, I like this car, so I see with the traffic, man. Ah, me who buy three. Ah, because it's and because so it's I need it. I need it. My status in life, as for me, I've suffered. Ah, I can't buy one shoe. Eh? You can't use iPhone, what do you call it? Max Pro, whatever. I don't know. I I do If you give me a phone right now, I mean, I'll sell it and you have money to go and buy it. I say, how oh, I need it. 
because you in you it is told that you to me see me you see be an eye that me nipa omo omo you see no more say me me too i deserve it pride of life to need it and men can do all sort of things to because their eyes they are something and they need things to gratify that thing. and so pride of life the last flesh how we you feel in okay first we buy na we be system na yeah say we buy last flesh person can around to be out this way baby then the people gather around it's a whole party on itself it's a moving discotheque see i say a club or say i can't discotheque together yeah see these are the things that you see and once we have and you say that that is what we are fighting against and as i am teaching this you see that it is a natural thing that is in you that is what you are up against are you understanding what you are up against that is what you are battling that is why you must die because these things that you you drop when you see and that is the reason why you will not follow christ that is the reason why you love the world and the thing that is the reason why you know that is why you think that i am saving my life because i follow christ i know to so to you is following christ will take you to something but you your heart is also here so you will tell Christ that self, me, I don't want this. I want that. And so you will not follow. That is why it says that if you want to save your life, you die. Because where Christ is taking you, you think it is death. It is actually death. But it is death to the things that you like. But the end result of that death is life. But because you think you see that, they say this is a boring life. So that's why I said that we make a conscious effort to resist following god why would a person come to school and not go and follow the timetable why would a person come to school and decide to because the person feels that i am autonomous and independent i can do what i want but everything you follow is taking you somewhere everything you follow is a road everything in this world you follow even if you follow football is a road no it's true the young men they are looking at me i'm not saying following football is wrong but it's a road it's a road that can take you away from things that you are supposed to do because your heart is in it that oh, only for today only for today only for today it can take you somewhere everything you follow so this morning i came to appeal to you and to teach you these things that look we must learn to die that is what jesus requires of us he requires that we die he requires that we die die to all your lofty ideas and the things that you and follow him because that's where he's going to take you it looks like it and that is what you must understand it doesn't look like what you think you want but eventually you will get what you want who makes it clear you must die but that death leads so where you are taking you will see practically that something something is dying that is what it is i don't know why people read it and expect something different that is what jesus is saying that is what he preached so there's anything different Expecting it. If I do expect something, the man is telling you that you are expecting something different. But he says, trust me. Because at the end of it, there is something. Hey, come, Father. Come, Father. Take your place.
together for the Lord. Amen. I just want to personally welcome you. I know you've been here and you've been welcome, but I also want to bless you for being here this morning. God doesn't do things by chance. It is not by chance or by coincidence that you are here. God always has a plan. Oh, you can play for me. God, God always has a plan and God always has a purpose. Why, why we meet in His presence. And so my prayer is that this morning God will do amazing in our midst. Hallelujah. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this morning. I pray, oh God, that come and take absolute control. Come and take absolute control. Come and be a blessing. Come and be a blessing. Come and be a blessing. You are already here. 
but that we may experience that we may experience coming is not that you come to us but that we open up to you we understand you sweet holy spirit work in us touch our hearts touch our minds teach us let the service be a beautiful and a wonderful service let it be a time of praise and worship may your children come closer to you and be receptive more to your word i thank you father i pray for everybody under the sound of my voice i pray that lord give us the grace to understand your word teach us that we may understand in jesus mighty name i will pray amen Can you hear me? That's me? So, we've been talking about supernatural growth. Okay? Supernatural growth. And our key scripture is from John 12 and the verse 24. And so, let's turn our Bibles to this place. I want to encourage all of you to get Bibles. Amen. Own, own a Bible. It, it is important that you own a Bible. So try and buy a Bible. Hallelujah. And try and carry a Bible to church. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Try hard. It's a practice I want you to learn. After you have learned how to carry a Bible to church, and God blesses you and you buy your tablet and your other that's fine. So before we go into the the, 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 the word of God. Let me introduce some fine gentlemen that I missed this morning. Hallelujah. Yesterday we had a meeting in the house and they were around and I believe that it was a blessing. Usually, I don't usually ask people how this was or how this was because it is not to me over the years I've come to learn it's not important to me. Because when you think that you have done something, then probably you have done nothing. And when you think that you have done nothing, probably you have done something. All in God's hands. Hallelujah. But the key word is obedience. And once then you leave it to him. So I want to just take my time and introduce these young men. These that have been here, they have worked here, they have served, they are part of the family. And so it's an example for you that it is not a matter of maba maybe a There are a lot of people who do that, but I pray that you will still be connected. Hallelujah! Because when 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 we are going to heaven, it will be good to have some people along with you. Amen. And so I want to introduce them, not in any particular order. But as I see their faces, I will just introduce you. Where do I start from? There's one hand at the back. I'll start from him. This is Mr. Makafui Dowu. He was our former, what are you? Technical organizing the whole show. This morning I was I was thinking, I said that almost everybody has technical background. The people who came. And they made their 200 over. He, he came, but he's not here. And this, I'm talking about six, seven years ago. 
and they still come. So you, you left school about three years ago, and he still comes around. God bless you. And then we have, since I'm starting from the back, if I don't miss him, then we have our former overseer, Estes. Estes Wine. A very amazing, amazing gentleman. He always comes around. Whenever he's coming, he brings bread. Uh, and whenever coffee is coming, brings food stuff, plenty of yam. Hallelujah. So sometimes all the food you come and eat is not for me. It's from them. It's true. Amen. And then we have Mr. Mensa, Mr. Julian Mensa. Uh, as for him, he's been, he's been hovering around for a while. He comes and he goes. Now he settle down in Accra. And then I'm sure I'm sure this year will come for his graduation. Because he would have finished his M Phil. Hey! And then we have I'm sure the same we don't know him much because he, he, he doesn't come around much. But he's with he's with us in spirit, amen. And he's in touch, amen. So we want to introduce Mr. Emmanuel Asante, hallelujah. He's a big man at STC. So if you get to STC Kumase, if you get to STC Kumase and you have a problem, just just look for Mr. Asante. Mr. Asante will sort you out. You are saying, yeah, yeah. You see that being in a, in a place where you know somebody and you can mention a name, it's a blessing. But you want to walk alone. Huh? So don't go and mention my name there and not come to church. Hallelujah. Because when you go there, he will not know you. All you say is that, oh, this, I'm from Harvest. That, that, that. Oh, okay. That is all. But he will not know you. Extend courtesy to you because of me. Amen. So it's spoken in there, so think about it. It will help you in life. Then we come to the people in front. So I think that we have our is it immediate past or immediate immediate past? Well, he's been with us for he's been with us for such a long time, Mr. Ebenezer Pine. Amazing, 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 amazing. Yeah. So they've all gone through technical. Julian Pine. And then we get to Mr. Poku. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are waiting for somebody to marry and take over for us. The one who has married and the others they are not following. So if you are not married, he says he has been the freshest for too long. So he wants to pass it on to somebody else. But these are young men, they are blessed. They drove all the way from Accra yesterday to be part of a meeting that we are having. God richly bless you. It's a family. So if you want to be a part of, you can be a part. But if you want to say that, I swear it, eh, time for food. God richly bless you. Now into the word of God. So I will John chapter 12 and verse 20. Did I leave it? There's Nathan, but he's outside. When he comes, I will introduce you to him also. So he says that, see the way I'm opening my Bible. So I must learn how to open Bible. 
know where Mark is. John, look. You don't know anything. Hmm? All you know is you score, you look, you look, John, then you papa. As to where John and Luke are, how they relate to each other, which one comes before. No, you don't know. So learn to flip, learn to flip, learn to write, learn to, you know, make notes and mark. So he says that most surely I say to you, unless a grain falls to the ground, the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. It produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternity. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Amen. On, on, on Wednesday, we looked about supernatural growth in its entirety. Not that we exhausted it, but we looked at it in terms of what it is, what this growth is, in terms of and, and how or what we can do to aid this growth in our lives. Now this morning, I just want to ask, just going through, I just want us to look at the verse and try and understand probably what Jesus meant. It is a difficult thing trying to explain what Jesus meant. It is like you are trying, that is why it's a very dangerous thing to go and teach without anything backing. It is like trying to explain a, 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 a math equation when you don't understand it. You know, trying to explain something that a professor would teach. You know nothing. Like you just read that thing, came to stand, you're also saying something. So imagine that I'm trying to explain what Jesus said. You must be very careful. Because if you don't take care, eh, Jesus will not be angry at the people, be angry at you. Because the most anointing in this world is to hear that you said something when you didn't say it or for somebody to try and explain something you said when that is not what you meant even you as you are sitting there you'll be upset and you'll be angry and you call the person and say when did i say that that is not what i meant mm -hmm. many of the things that we hear on radio people come and defend what they said because people go and say they hear the same thing but they say something they understand what he said he meant this but that, probably that is not what you meant so when you, when you are teaching the word of God, it is not, you know, Jesus, I mean, the Holy Spirit taught me recently that it's, it's not a joke to say that I'm, it's like saying I'm going to explain what God meant. It's the same Jesus. It's like you, you have to explain what God has said. Who are you? Yeah, but we take it for granted that people, everybody wants to come and stand here and teach. And be careful when you are going to teach because you are going to explain what God said and explain it to people that God said this and he meant this. It's, it's not it's not an easy standing that is not the message amen, amen. <laughs> the message is that unless grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies so that is the part we want to look at we know that when it dies it does things it grows it again we all like it but when we say a grain of wheat to the earth and dies what is the end is you know a death we use it but what does it like it's like saying that do your quiet time you understand if you say do your quiet time you have said it but what does it mean to do quiet time is it reading a devotion is it reading a book is it reading? it's the same thing so what does it mean it's god is saying that unless a grain of fruit falls to the earth and dies does it mean we are going to what does it what, what exactly and goes into the that because that is what you are supposed to do so if you just know you are supposed to die and you do not know how to die how will you die huh? it's like, i want to prepare this food for me so you are supposed to prepare food, but you don't know what it what it means to prepare, what goes into preparing, how will you do it? Have you ever asked yourself what it means to die? I say die, you must die. We hear it all the time. Unless it dies, I mean you must die. Must. What does it mean cry for a Christian to die? I 
Oh, you've left. Yeah, here. Yeah. And so, to, to die is in reference Christ and to his gospel. You see, this death is not outside anything. This death has nothing to do with any other system or any other philosophy. Or any, let it be clear in our minds that this dying is something that has to do entirely with Jesus, you know, and the gospel that we preach about him. And so it does not mean anything. It has to do with Jesus and the gospel that we are preaching. He came, he sent his son to come and die for us so that we can be saved and so on and so forth. That is space or that is the medium within which dying occurs. So this dying is in reference to that and that alone and nothing else. And so when we turn our Bibles to, I hope you brought your Bibles. Or when you flip your phone and you go to Mark chapter 8, 34, it says, When he called the people himself and his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels, will save it for my sake that is jesus speaking it is for him and so when we come to christ or we say that we have given our lives to christ the natural tendency is that christ will lead us to die the natural tendency is that christ will lead us to die but because christ will lead us to die our response to that death is that we want to save our lives. You cannot come to Christ without Christ leading you to the cross, to die, to die. But we as human beings, we make a conscious effort not to die. That is why it says whoever desires to save us. When you are saving your life, you are making a conscious effort not to die. Do you understand? So the process of dying is what God wants. But we human beings, we risk death. There's a message I preached long ago, longing to die. Not preached it in a long time. But it was a very catchy title. People went school, they made a lot of noise about it. Longing to die, longing to die, longing to die. To long to die. Hey, it's a message. But we resist death. Because when you come and you follow God, God leads you on a path that takes you away from something. Building a point, don't we get to what it, he takes you away from something and he leads you to something. What he's taking you away from and where he's leading you to is that process of dying. And that's why he says that when you read this at the Mark 8 and you read the what you call the John 8 4 uh, 12 and you read the Luke 9, so also there is it, um, um, 9, and I think it's also in Matthew heaven also all of them talk about the fact that follow me when he talks about this dying trying to out, follow the process of following jesus will lead you onto your death the word of god and the process of resisting jesus and not following him you trying to save jesus is in your mind it is not where you want to be and your life will be worse off if you follow jesus you are on your own in your own. You want to be in 
independent rather than to follow. You want to be like all African nations. The black man is capable of managing his own affairs. So we will not follow anyone. We will be independent trying to lead to slaves. Because if you are following, you are not independent. You, the two cannot coexist. You follow and be independent. It's like those of you who work, not you people, those of you here who work, if you are in school. Or even those of you who are in school, when you come to school, you follow a timetable, isn't it? The timetable does not bring cane. It doesn't shout. It's just a piece of paper. Or it is in your portal or whatever you people do nowadays. It's there. If live independent of that timetable eh, because feel that I am my own and I'm in the university and I want to enjoy my life and do all that I have to do. So I will not follow the timetable. To you and to others around you, they may say, actually, this guy, they chill. He's enjoying life. He's sleeping when we are doing it. But you are rather what? yourself, isn't it? It is, you are independent of the timetable. But to be a Follower of the timetable means that you are not independent. You depend on the timetable when you wake up. As you are sleeping, the timetable is dictating when you sleep and when you wake up. The timetable is there. But if, when you are even in the weekend resting, the timetable is, is in your mind. And you are planning. You do things because you are following the timetable. You iron and you set alarm. 632 the timetable says at seven you must be here that is not being independent that is being a follower you understanding me and so you cannot be a follower of christ and be independent when you follow the timetable the timetable is leading you somewhere the timetable is to help you so that you can what be a good student and be successful in your study that is where the timetable which is there is leading you to are you understanding me but then you see when you decide that i want to be independent of the timetable and i want to know go come to lectures when i want to come and i want to do this when I, you are also going on another road but in your mind you are enjoying yourself in your mind you are living in your mind yours will be different in your mind your story is all but it is also what you are doing is also leading you somewhere so for the sake of the god following jesus is being dependent on him that's you to what actually leads you to life and not following jesus you see not following you make a conscious effort not to because you want to save your life so when you make that conscious effort not to it also to you is life but eventually it leads to death i don't understand what i'm saying and so the thing that stands in the way eh? things that stand in the way of following christ the number one enemy okay to not following is self he says that if anyone comes after me let him deny himself itself Itself. To follow Christ. The thing that will prevent you following Christ. Number one is not devil itself. Because, because you want to be independent. You don't want to follow anybody's timetable. You don't want to be anybody's puppet. 
you don't want to be anybody's servant. You don't want anybody to tell you what to do and how to live your life. So, that is why Jesus said that you must deny yourself. He who wants to follow master will deny himself. The I in you is what will take you away from God. old enough. I understand. I can do it. I don't need anybody. And I am it is called another name for it is called the pride of life. Because our I or our self or our feeling important comes from the fact that we are independent people. And we are proud to be independent on the inside. And that is the truth. By the time you get to age two, like my little boy, you can be independent. You know that when they say stop, you can decide to stop or not to stop. You learn it. That you are, you are, you are independent. That when they say don't go here, you can actually go there. Like, don't touch this. You can actually touch it. Yeah. That's what happened in the garden. God said, don't do this. But they realized that we can actually do it too. Not, not thinking about the concept, but you can actually do it. Look, everything that they say don't do in this school, you can do it. Everything that your mother told you not to do when you were coming to school, you can do it. It's true. Anything that your father said, don't do, you can do it. No one will stop you. I'm telling you. No, it's not that people don't care, but you can actually do it. You can really, really do it. You can actually do it and like know that practically you are doing it. Because that is the thing that we have and we say we don't want to lose it can decide that I will watch a movie instead of reading my books. You can do that. Who will stop you? Even if you call your mother, that mommy, they have this thing, I want to watch movies. Say, hey, come on. Say, Mate. Then you, you don't, you go and watch it. You go and watch it. You can do it. Okay? So, we we, 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 it is something that we grow up with, like us being autonomous. That is me. I am this. I am that. I can do this. And so it is difficult for you to follow a Jesus you do not know. To follow a God you cannot see. To follow a God that you have not experienced. Because you, you see it as we have come to church and a man or a woman will come and start and talk. And after talk, yeah, he has his own problems. And so when we finish, then we all decide what we want to do with what he has said. We all decide. I, I mean, I want to do this. I don't like this part. I like this part. I don't, okay, me. I think I'll, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. Say, so give your life to Christ now. Lift up your hand. Next week, 
can do it. Or start doing your quiet. I will do it. I will read my Bible. I will do it. Monday. Tell my bro, Mesha, it's a Tuesday. Can't you do it? Somebody is laughing. I can't ask me. Wait all the time. I'm just trying to paint a picture. The picture of self getting in the way of us dying. So if something must die in us, it is self. And self will die by following Jesus. You can't say I'm going to kill self. I'm going no. It's that's why I say pick up your you see, you kill self daily. You kill self. It's not like there's a prayer we pray, then you kill self. No. Or there's a prayer we pray, then it leaves you. So there's nothing wrong with you. So why is that? How can me pray? How can do? How can no? It is not. That's why Jesus said that. Pick up your cross and follow me. What? Daily. There's no special oil to kill self. There's no special to kill self. There's no laying of hands. That, see, that is why they are prayed for you and nothing has changed. Because you, you want quick solution. Okay, I want to I want to follow Jesus. Pray for me. Hey, fall, pipe, get up. Say that thing doesn't work. It will not work. Jesus did not say that go and let them cast self out of you. He didn't say it is a devil. Go and let them deliver you. He said that cap your cross and follow me what? Daily. Daily. You have conquered self today. Tomorrow you must battle self again. Because the mere fact that you overcame and said, I will read my Bible today, doesn't mean tomorrow when the sun comes up, you will read it. It doesn't. It doesn't mean today, you, 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 when the person said that thing, and you said that, I will not say anything because of Christ. You know tomorrow you can wake up and get an opportunity to still say the thing that you didn't say the day before. They say not that another incident has happened though. In fact, yesterday, the, ten, the mere fact that this today was that me, it is a daily. You see, these are things we must understand. Otherwise, we will fight and we will do things that will hurt us and we will give up because you don't understand what this thing is about. It's a daily. It's a daily thing. You have lived long enough to know it's a daily thing because that thing that you've been praying since that God removed you, it has not gone yet. But you have read that every day when you take it one at a time and be able to overcome it one day at a time. One day at a time. When we turn our Bibles to 1 John 2.15 This is a very um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a part of the Bible that we preach on well, it says that do not love the world. Okay? Do not love the world, the things in this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Okay. This whole world says don't love it. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. And it goes on to say, for all that is in the world then it tells us all that is in the world and it uses three phrases to tell us all that is in the world the sum of the world and there are many things in the world 
but Paul sums a John sums it up. The last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. The pride of life. I, me, this. I have done this. I can do this. I am in charge. I'm in control. Maybe you will not say I am in charge, but I am in control. But anytime you disobey God, you are telling God that I am in charge. Every time you don't do what God asks you to do, it's you telling God that I'm in charge. Me. It is me. It is me. And all the problems of this world, most of them will be attributed to this one, the pride of life, me. When people hurt other people and don't care, it's about them. And when I talk about hate, I'm talking about all kinds of hate. When man has no compassion for anyone, it's about him. Anything that so the, the whole thing that somebody can go and there's only the water that left is a bucket, and that person knows there are like three people in the house, but will take all the water. Don't look at me like that, you've done it before. Yeah, it is you. I've got him. Me, when I bath and I don't have enough water to wash the soap, I'm sticky. I need enough water to. It's not that I, I don't want them to have water, but me, that's the thing about me. That's the thing about if If the water is not played, it doesn't run down a lot. I feel that the soap is still on me and I can't function the whole day. spoil it so you take this this stew plenty because it's you isn't it it's me yet when somebody also goes and takes the soup plenty you are upset huh shouldn't the person think about us also about you see when you are doing it is for you when the person does the game it's still about you Shouldn't the person have thought about me? That me too, I'm a human being? Right? And look, everything is about us. Anyway, say, do this. Say, no, I'll do this. Do that. There's a reason why I'm doing it. Do this. There's a reason. It's the whole world. And God saying, don't love it. See, one thing you must die to. And you die to it by following Jesus. Jesus causes that thing to die in you. Because you cannot follow God and have the pride of life so active in your life. You cannot. Because that is an independent spirit. But to be with Christ, to be a follower, the two cannot exist in the same individual. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? It cannot exist in the same individual. And so, you must understand. It is something you must be prepared huh, to deal with daily. So that I'm going to say a prayer for you and then it will vanish. You are full of yourself. Like somebody put it. He says that we raise up ourselves as gods. When people accord us the respect that we think that we are accorded, then we feel slighted and offended. Every time you have felt offended, so that a person didn't give me the that I need. Person and you are upset with the person. The whole like wave like so upset can never be friends. I'm not saying that if someone doing that, you cannot say it. If the person is being disrespectful, you cannot. But in our culture, there are things that that's not what I'm saying. You is like it's like you are important, but it is all of us. That thing must die. To die by following Christ, by following Jesus, you go on a certain journey, on a certain road, and that thing will be conquered every day. The second thing that is in the well that we must die to, he says, the last of the ice, and Paul. Saying that these are the, the whole world is summed up in this. All the things in the world, both what we see and what we don't see. The eyes, the last of the eyes. The last of the eyes that make us crave the things of the world. Do you know that all form of advert all form of advertisement eh, is channeled towards these three things? All form of people appealing to you to do something is channeled towards all these three things that is in you. Because of time, let me just sum it. To, to operate. For instance, you are you see a car. The car is nice. I like the car. But you see, it's going to when they even do the car and the car is nice, eh, they will do an advert. And the way they will show the features of the car. Those of you like cars. Because they know it will appeal to you. Even if they are selling Mercedes Benz that everybody likes, the advert is still made for you to feel that this thing no. You see the lights. See, it appeals. You see it. Ah, John is saying that, that the, the, the eyes and, and the lies, it is a thing of the world. And we all fall prey to it. Then you would have certain desires. So those desires, they are there from young. So that when you saw the car, the desire is there. The desire to, to look good. That is why we all dress nice. To have something that no one has. That is why when you wear a shirt and somebody wears the same thing, you are annoyed. When you are driving, you see that people to have that car. When you are not there, you don't notice car so. But if you see this car that I, this is the one I want to buy, then you say, ah, you because you keep on saying, say, ah, you do car for it. It's true. Right now, when I'm there, I don't think because I'm not buying it. But when I say, oh, I like this car, so with the traffic, man, ah, me who buy three. So I need it. I need it. My status in life. As for me, I've suffered. Uh, I can't buy one shoe. Eh? You can't use iPhone. What do you call it? Max Pro, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't if you give me a phone right now, I mean, I'll sell it and you have money to go and buy it. But I said, oh, I need it. Because you, in, you do it. It's told that you too, Miss me, you see the Anaya, me a me too, I deserve it. Pride of life. It was needed. And men can do all sorts of things. To, because their eyes, they are something. And they need things to gratify that thing. And so, pride of life. Their last flesh. Car will be a system. 
Last of flesh. Then the people gather around. It's a whole party on itself. It's a moving discotheque. See, I club, or see, I discotheque. Yeah. See, these are the things that you see. And once we have, and you say that that is what we are fighting against. And as I am teaching this, you see that it is a natural thing that is in you. That is what you are up against. Are you understanding? You are up against. That is what you are battling. That is why you must die. Because these things that you you drop in, you see, and that is the reason why you will not follow Christ. That is the reason why you not the world and the thing. That is the reason why you know. That is why you think that I am saving my life because I follow Christ. I never mean to. So to you is following Christ will take you to something. But you, your heart is also here. So you will tell Christ that self, me, I don't want this. I want that. And so you will not follow. That is why it says that if you want to save your life, you will die. Because where Christ is taking you, you think it is death. It is actually death. But it is death to the things that you like. But the end result of that death is life. But because you think you see that they say this is a boring life. So that's why I said that we make a conscious effort to resist following God. Why would a person come to school and not go and follow the timetable? Why would a person come to school and decide to? Because the person feels that I am autonomous and independent. I can do what I want. But everything you follow is taking you somewhere. Everything you follow is a road. Everything in this world you follow, even if you follow football, is a road. No, it's true. The young men they are looking at me. I'm not saying following football is wrong, but it's a road. It's a road that can take you away from things that you are supposed to do because heart is in it. See that oh, only for today, only for today, only for today. It can take you somewhere. Everything you follow. So this morning I came to appeal to you and to teach you this that look, we must learn to die. That is what Jesus requires of us. Requires that we die. He requires that we die. Die to all your lofty ideas and the things that you and follow him. Because that where he's going to take you, it looks like death. And that is what you must understand. It doesn't look like what you think you want. But eventually you will get what you want. Who makes it clear? You must die. But that death leads so where you are taking, you will see practically that something, something is dying. That is what it is. I don't know why people read it and expect something different. That is what Jesus is saying. That is what he preached. So don't expect anything different. Expect anything. Why do you expect something? The man is telling you that he used your eyes. Why are you expecting something different? But he says, trust me. Because at the end of it, there is something. 